Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to VMB, the voice of Manhattan business, brought to you by the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Bruce Hurwitz. You can find me on the web at hsstaffing.com. I hope everyone will be able to join me at noon next Wednesday, when my guest will be Benjamin Berlin from the Lucky Hedgehog, we will be discussing patient advocacy. To learn about our future shows, please visit our website, thevoiceofmanhattanbusiness.com. And please remember to visit the events page on the Chamber's website, manhattancc.org, to learn about upcoming events on the Chamber's calendar. I am delighted to be joined today by Michael Frankel from Who Let It? We will be discussing why you should care about birthdays. Please remember the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. If you have any questions, feel free to call in. The number is 805-243-1301 and dial 1 so I know you have a question. Michael, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Bruce. I'm glad to be here. Well, it's my pleasure. Why don't you tell us about yourself and your company? Sure. Where to start, right? (laughs) A little bit about me. I graduated from college in 2003, launched my first company, which was actually a very niche company focusing on the kosher world, discount card for kosher restaurants and stores called Kosher Advantage, where members get a discount. That company is still going. uh, (laughs) Plenty, plenty. Uh, Company is still going strong. Um, but uh, it grew well and is growing and enabled me to launch a second company, which I did a few years ago, called Who Let It, as you mentioned, which uh, has been quite the journey so far. We, uh, we launched in New York City where we did our beta test and then went through the New York Public Library, Library uh, business plan competition to win some seed money to enable us to expand nationally and grow from there. So it's been quite the journey. Very nice. I know of that um, competition. That's impressive. That's a good yeah, competition. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really great. It's open to uh, all New York City entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs and has some great backers, um, some good prize money, no equity given. So it's, it's a great way to kind of jumpstart your business. You meet with some top advisors. Um, it's really a great thing. I highly recommend it for any of uh, anybody who's listening who's an aspiring entrepreneur or thinking about a business. You told us about yourself, but you really didn't tell us anything more than the name of your company. So what is it that you do? <laughs> so who had a great point. Who had it celebrates people, right? The really simple idea that everybody has a birthday and almost everybody wants to celebrate it. You know, even if they're not happy about turning another year older, People still like having their birthday acknowledged. They like doing something special. They like going out. So birthdays are, are something that we all connect with. And Who Let It, my company, facilitates that between businesses and consumers, businesses to businesses, kind of help grow revenue streams around the idea of birthdays. Okay. Now, so how did you come up with the idea? And what exactly it's is great, the idea? Great question. So in a nutshell, what the idea is – you know, around people's birthdays, we email them birthday perks from local and national companies. Things like free meals at local restaurants, event tickets, spa treatments, all kinds of fun things for people to do around their birthdays, using birthday perks as a call to action. 
So it's really a lot of fun. The, the way that I launched the company and we came up with the idea, quite simply, is a funny story. I, uh, I'm on a customer list for, I don't know if it was Baskin Robbins or Ben & Jerry's at this point, but around my birthday, they sent me a coupon for a free scoop of ice cream. And it's not the closest store, it's not the cheapest store, but one time, shortly after receiving that, I was babysitting my nephew, and he wanted to go for ice cream. So we went to, to this location, used the free scoop, and of course, my wife came along and my niece. And so it ended up being a much larger purchase, despite that call to action being just one free scoop of ice cream. Now, every time we babysit, we go back to that same ice cream store, uh, which again, is not the closest or cheapest, but just having been on that list, it motivated us to come in, spend money, and come back again and again. And that's really the idea that we're after as a company, as Huletet, is we, we see that a lot of businesses on the retail side use birthday perks to engage existing customers, reward them, and drive some incremental revenue. What we ultimately look to do is to take that and use it and leverage it to become a customer acquisition tool for those businesses. That's interesting because I thought your business model was different. And this okay. is my mistake. I thought what you did was you helped companies reach out to their clients or customers to acknowledge their birthday. So, for example, you would send a um, birthday greeting ostensibly from me to a career counseling client or an executive recruiting client, uh, let's say the HR director, on their birthday. But if I'm understanding correctly, you do something different. You have... Both your new understanding and your old understanding are actually correct. We do both. So... As we've built up these clients that we work with to drive acquisition, we realized we have all these birthday perks, and ultimately everybody is incentivized to get them in front of as many people as possible, right? The businesses want to bring in as many people as possible. And we have these great network of birthday perks from you know, entrees at restaurants, sports tickets, uh, manicures, all kinds of things all around the country. So we started thinking about, well, how do we blow it up? How do we really get a lot of exposure for these gifts? And that's when we started working with B2B people or salespeople or human resources departments to reward employees, alumni offices to you know, recognize and celebrate alumni, people like you who want to you know, celebrate your clients. And what we do in that case then is we create a white-labeled solution, which is a customized email from you to them that has a birthday message, and then also this network of birthday perks. So you can include effectively those meals at local restaurants to your clients as if they're coming from you. We just handled the tech part of it and the sourcing part of it. So you are completely correct in your initial understanding, and the new understanding is another line of service that we have. It almost, I don't know uh, if you're old enough, but do you remember or know what Welcome Wagon was? Is? The, the name sounds it, familiar. I know there have been different things when about somebody, you know, Welcome to the Neighborhood or, or things like exactly. that. Exactly. Yep. You would get a, um, a basket which would have some local pro- or products from local companies and there would, or there would be an envelope full of um, coupons for discounts. 
it's almost as though you are an e-welcome wagon, but welcome to a new year instead of to a new neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great way to put it. You know, everything obviously we do is digital um, and web-based to drive into whether it's e-commerce to brick and mortar to, to build up that touch point. But you are right, similar to Welcome Wagon. Um, you know, in addition to birthdays, we obviously do other events too, really anything that's personalized for the recipient that's a key date in their calendar, whether it's birthdays, anniversaries, kids' birthdays, parent birthdays, pet birthdays, you name it. As long as it's a key date in your calendar, it's something where we want to connect with you and send you perks to introduce you to new brands and new companies or from a B2B side to celebrate you. Um, so you're not wrong. It's similar to Welcome Wagon, just more additional touch points with a digital focus. Now, I have absolutely no problem doing a podcast, obviously. I've been doing it now for over four years. I have no problem speaking in front of large audiences or small audiences. But the idea of my going over to a client and asking them what their birthday is bothers me. I would be really uncomfortable doing that. So Mm -hmm. talk about the best way to get over that discomfort, because I'm sure I'm not the only one. What's the best way to ask clients for their birthday? Well, you know, there there are a lot of ways. It's a great question. It's a problem we all have sometimes asking for that information that's not completely related to why we're talking to you. Um, The good thing is there are a lot of ways where you can find out that information without even having to ask for it. You know, you might connect with your clients on LinkedIn or in some cases Facebook or different social media where it's publicly available and you can just see it in their profile. You know, in a a lot of those cases it's public, so that's a great way to get it. You might be speaking to a client and they might mention it in passing. Different things like that, obviously. One of the biggest things, though, that we see and we advise our clients is to simply put it in an onboarding form. You know, no matter what business you have, there's probably some form, whether it's a physical form that a client needs to fill out by hand or something online that they need to fill out, some kind of intake onboarding registration form. Just throw that field on there, birthday. They may not fill it out. They more than likely will because this day and age, almost everything you fill out and think about almost any online form you fill out We'll ask you for some kind of birthday-related thing, even if it's just your year of birth or your month or things like that. We're so ingrained now to fill that out that we don't even think twice about it. And the worst case that happens is a client asks, why are you asking me my birthday? And your response is, oh, I want to send you some birthday gifts. Nobody's going to get upset, right? It's, it's got to be a pretty grouchy person who gets upset by the idea of getting a, a birthday card. It's funny. I think that I'm the uh, my industry is the only one that couldn't use your service because as an exec, I could use it for uh, employers who hire me to find staff for them, but for candidates and even career ca- counseling clients, it's very iffy. For candidates, definitely, because it's an illegal question. I can't uh, a- ask somebody how old they are. Right. There's a legal component certainly there. I mean, I think that in some cases, if you leave off the year, you will avoid that that. whole issue. If I left off the year, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. All right. Now, how do you decide what should be sent on a birthday? You said uh, 
coupons. And when we began, we were, I, I was kidding you about the kosher um, uh, to the discounts off about the kosher, kosher restaurants. Yeah. But let's just say that you have a um, a client who is an observant Jew, and one of the things you have are uh, coupons for a non-kosher restaurant. So sending them a link would not be a smart thing. They might be offended by it, and they might say, listen, this is just generic. He sends the same thing to everybody. So how can you manage what coupons or what gifts, if you will, are being sent to someone? Sure. Uh, it's a great question. It's something we get asked all the time when we're working with clients to send birthday perks and a birthday touch point to their contacts. What it, The answer is actually quite simple. Um, you would tell us. If you have, in this example, clients who only consume kosher products and from kosher restaurants, we set that parameter in their birthday gifts, and then when their birthday month comes and they're getting their email, we actually only merge in kosher birthday gifts. Everything is tagged. That's the beauty of everything digitally. Um, you know, when we have a birthday perk, we can tag different parameters around it. And when there is a recipient who should only receive kosher gifts, all the ones that are not labeled kosher are not included, so that they only get the kosher ones. Very good. Now, just a reminder, you're listening to the Voice of Manhattan Business. My guest today is Michael Frankel from Who Let It? We are discussing why you should care about birthdays. If you have any questions, feel free to call in. The number is 805-243-1301 and dial 1 so I know you have a question. Please remember the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. Michael, what is the aim of acknowledging a birthday? Is it client acquisition or retention? Well, that's a great question, and it really gets to the heart of the segment, which I was just reminded about um, while you were repeating it there. It's both, and they kind of go two different ways, right? So for an acquisition component, you know, if you're a restaurant owner or a kind of any B2C company, using a birthday perk to acquire a customer is great. It's, there's a clear call to action. It's your birthday. Come in to celebrate. There's a great relationship that's built. I want to celebrate your birthday. Here's X, Y, and Z. You're reaching people at a time when they're in a good mood. People are generally much happier around their birthdays. They're also much more receptive to new things and much more willing to spend money. So it's a great time to reach somebody. And on top of that, you're reaching them at a time that's personal for them. You know, it's not my restaurant needs to bring people in because it's Monday and that's generally a slow time. You're reaching them because of them and something unique to them. And that tends to build a good foundation for a lasting relationship. So there's definitely an acquisition component. There's also a retention component and a loyalty component. You know, if, you, if I'm a client of yours and you email me with a happy birthday message and some gifts, I'm going to remember that. That's something that goes a long way. You know, Dunkin' Donuts commissioned a study a few years ago when they were launching their loyalty program, and it talked about how what they found was 
the thing people remember the most around their birthdays is not necessarily the gifts or the calls or things they got from people that they expected to get gifts to. You know, you expect to get a gift from your wife or your parents. You expect to get a birthday message from your children, things like that, which, you know, are impactful, but since they're somewhat expected and somewhat routine, you don't really remember them. What you tend to remember are the people and places that acknowledged you that you didn't necessarily expect to. They didn't have to, but they went out of their way to remember your birthday, send you something that tends to resonate and really can help increase that relationship. Whether it's, you know, just, hey, thanks for all your business throughout the year, or just, hey, I forgot these guys weren't on my radar. Let me check back with them and maybe swing an order to them or something like that. So it can really have a big effect on both acquisition and retention and loyalty. How much does a birthday campaign cost? How do you – is this well, by the – how do you do it? Are you talking about What's with us specifically or in general? Well, in, in general, I mean, you could say it, it, it's perfectly all right. I'm asking you the question. Uh, I, I never like a show to become an infomercial – but sure. we do so many uh, programs about marketing, and we talk about the cost of creating a marketing campaign. This is a unique topic. I've never had anybody on with your business model, with your service. Sure. So, so that's why the I'm great com- thing about not this. uncomfortable asking the question. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I appreciate that. The great thing about this um, is that it's a really low cost, right? So in general, birthday marketing has about a 250% lift in revenue compared to standard marketing. Because again, people spend more money and they're more receptive. I'm sorry? What does that mean, a lift? So increase in revenue, right? So if let's say a normal campaign returns $1,000, you could expect by that metric for a birthday campaign to return $2,500. Oh, okay. Because it has a substantial lift in revenue, um, increase in revenue compared to dollars spent on that campaign, is probably the easiest way to think about it, right? In general, one should always be measuring the return on the investment from a marketing campaign. Marketing campaigns related to birthdays and other key dates as well, like anniversaries, tend to have a better return because they're so personalized. To answer your initial question on the cost involved it really can be very minimal. In fact, it could be positive. You know, if you're a restaurant, and I hate to keep using that example, but it's something we can all relate to, if you're a restaurant and you give a customer a free entree for their birthday to get them in that time, well, they may not have come in otherwise, and the likelihood is they're not coming alone, and they're not just going to have entrees. So now, even though you've given away one free entree, you've brought in a table, a two-top, a four-top, even more possibly, That's all spending money. So in a sense, that cost is relatively minimal because all you're giving is an entree and you're getting this huge return. And when you're doing it from a loyalty and retention component and you're sending that to existing customers, your cost is almost nothing, which is great. Does this work better for a retail business or for a service business? It can work well with both. You know, when we talk to clients, we always try to understand their model to figure out 
what would make sense as a birthday perk because you want it to be something that's going to be enticing enough for a customer and that might be different whether it's a new customer, a potential new customer or an existing customer, but you want to figure something out that's exciting enough for them but still ROI positive for you. So that, you know, even upon each redemption you're making money and it's profitable for you. I think it can work and I know it can from our data work well for both you know, types of businesses, whether it's product or service oriented. It's just figuring out what that right birthday perk or anniversary perk or whatever it is should be. Because once you find that right thing, it will help drive everything in your business. To continue with the restaurants example, if I own the restaurant, then I'm only going to want you to send out a birthday greeting with a discount for my restaurant for mm-hmm. the entree. But I might also go to neighboring stores and say to them, listen, if you do this for me, I'll do it for you. And shoe store owner, if you get give me the birth dates of your customers or you give Huletic the birthdays of your customers, they'll send out a coupon for an entree at my place, and when I'm communicating with my customers, we'll include a discount off of a pair of shoes at your store. That's essentially exactly what we do, right? So we'll work with the restaurant to bring in their customers, and then we'll work with the restaurant and you, let's say, to send these birthday perks to your customers where they're getting it from you. You know, they're getting a happy birthday from Bruce Message that has these restaurant entrees, that has these different things. So you're not having to source them. You're not having to pay for them. We've already done all that stuff and built that relationship. And now you get to look like the hero for your clients because they're getting this email with these meals and sports tickets and all these fun birthday perks. They're getting it from you. Now, how does a birthday campaign fit into an overall marketing campaign? Well, it should definitely be part of it. That's, that's the short answer. You know, when you start a marketing campaign, and I speak with a lot of business owners kind of across the spectrum, you know, sometimes they're focusing only on acquisition but not thinking, okay, now I've gotten them into the store the first time, you know, or now I've connected them with them that first time, now, you know, that's it. I don't need to think about them anymore. And really you do. You know, as you all know, and I'm sure everyone in your audience has experienced this, it's a lot easier to generate more revenue from existing customers than it is to acquire new customers. So you don't want to just forget about them once they're in your system. And recognizing birthdays, anniversaries, their kids' birthdays, whatever information you might have and be able to grab is a great way to build that relationship and have part of that life cycle with them. You know, you're always going to have things that you want to promote to them on your services, your products, or new features, whatever it is that you need to get across from a business perspective. But this allows you to also connect with them on a personal level, which will help reinforce everything else. Michael, this has been very intriguing. I want to thank you for your time. 
Oh, it's my pleasure. I am always happy to talk about it and happy to talk with you, Bruce, um, and any of your listeners as well. Well, one last question before I let you go. What's the best way for listeners to get in touch? Sure. They can call us directly toll-free, 866-612-0719. Again, it's 866-612-0719. Or they can email us at customerservice at whoedit.com. Just mention that you heard about it uh, on the Chamber podcast, and we'll take good care of you. It'll get forwarded to me, and I will personally make an appointment to speak with you. Again, it's customer service at whoedit.com or 866-612-0719. And whoedit is spelled H-U-L-E-D-E-T. But I want to ask you another question. You said you had a toll-free number. Mm -hmm. Today, you can call anywhere, United States, Canada, sometimes Puerto Rico, and there's no charge. Why do you still have the toll-free number? I'm curious about that. (laughs) That's a great question. Um, What we've seen is that there are some parts of the country where that's still not the case, where there's kind of unlimited calling for everybody no matter what. Um, and there are some people, even though they have that plan, are just not in that same mindset. So mm-hmm. we didn't want to miss out on anybody. From a marketing that's perspective, that small cost of having a toll-free number was not worth mm-hmm. the foregone revenue from not having it. it. It's fine. It's always interested me, and when you mentioned it, I figured I'd take advantage of your presence. Michael, thank <laughs> sure. you again, and I hope you'll come. You'll come back on. Anytime, Bruce. Thanks so much for having me. This was fun. It was my pleasure, and this is Bruce Hurwitz. Thank you for listening, and have a safe and prosperous week.